Now, live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Well, welcome in, everybody. Friday, Friday, Friday. Let's party. Mike Steely along with the Drake. Drake Dykin today. Uh, T-Row is off today. T.J. is off today. But you know what? We have football to talk about today. Real football is happening tomorrow, Drake. We've got Nebraska and Northwestern. After that, later in the evening, you've got UTEP playing North Texas. Of course, UTEP is the Sooner season opening opponent. Uh, September 3rd at 2.30 at Gaylord Family, Oklahoma Memorial Stadium. So you can scout UTEP if you want, because really after Nebraska Northwestern tomorrow, 11.30 a.m. from Dublin, Ireland on Fox, it's kind of womp, womp. But, again, it is real football, and we'll take it. Like, like I was saying with Parker earlier this week, it's kind of like going into the restaurant. You're excited about the restaurant. You know the full-course meal is coming. The appetizer menu is not so great, but at least you'll get an appetizer, and that's what we get tomorrow morning. Yeah, it's one of those situations where the only thing good on the apps menu is like, okay, well, they, they do have wings. I don't know how good they're going to be here, but they're wings, so they can't be that bad. They do have mozzarella sticks. Both of those are pretty safe. I can go with both of those. Yeah, it's did, fine. Is this like, uh, I don't know, what's the appetizer equivalent? Tomorrow morning, 11.30 a.m. is kind of like getting the Bloomin' Onion. It's right. not the best appetizer, but it's pretty good, it's right? It's good. You know it's a safe call. You know that you're going to enjoy it. You know it's also a little bit bad for you, too. So it's going to be some bad football at some point in those games, too. So, yeah. Yeah, I think that's the perfect analogy. All right, so it's good to be in for uh, T-Row and TJ this morning. Our first hour brought to you by Norman Regional Health System this hour. Again, uh, brought to you by the Norman Regional Health System. And, uh, you know, T-Row's got to get those vocal cords warmed up. You, you don't need full pads every day. You've got to give yourself a day off because he's going strong again uh, next Saturday. We'll all have our pregame show right here on The Ref, getting ready for the Sooners and UTEP. Can't get uh, excited enough about that. We're ready to go, man. Has this felt like the longest offseason ever, or has this offseason flown by? What do you guys think? Because, you know, it, it feels like we've been through the emotional ringer with Muleshoe going to uh, L.A. and waiting for Brent Venables to finally arrive at Max Nobody more so than you, Steel, man. You know, oh, yeah. I've been, I'm, still <laughs> very, I'm still in the anger stage, man. I think I'm going to be caught in the – you know, denial took about 30 seconds and then anger set in, and I've been firmly entrenched in that oh. stage ever since, and I haven't moved from yeah, there. I the, don't know that I'm going to move for a long time, to be honest with you. The last 10 months, you have been uh, Tom Petty, <laughs> I mean, the entire time. That's been you. So, uh, anyway, I don't know. To me, it's like I, I cannot wait for this season to get started, and that's not a new thing for college football fans. I mean, it can't get here soon enough, and it seems like it gets here and it's and it's over with, college football. Yeah. But for Sooner fans, I remember the anticipation for the spring game was unlike any other you know, build up for a spring football game, and they filled the stadium for Brent and the Sooners uh, during the spring, and that enthusiasm is going to carry over to next Saturday. I think it's going to be a great atmosphere, great crowd, uh, and Oklahoma football fans, their appetites, you know, they, it's they've been wedded, man, and they are ready to go. They're salivating. I, yeah. I hate that mental picture in your mind, but they're ready to go. <laughs> so I don't know because we've had so much happen, you know, between the end of last season. You had – Muleshoe, uh, you know, in his wicked ways, departing for L.A. You had, uh, 
like I said, the anticipation of Brent finally getting hired. I'll never forget that night. The, he the longest four or five days it was crazy. history of uh, Sooner football. Yeah, yeah. And, and the emotions that poured out from the OU fans that greeted him there at Max Westheimer Airport on a Sunday night. And then you had, you know, the Alamo Bowl with Bob Stoops, you know, recruiting. Are they going to save the recruiting class? Transfers leaving. Transfers coming through the portal. Uh, you know, you finally you get the spring game. It looked like, you know, this honeymoon was the best ever, man. This was the best honeymoon ever. And then the Kale Gundy situation popped up. And it's like, well, maybe not everything's going to be totally smooth sailing. <laughs> and, and they seem to have moved past that, you know, fairly well. It, it never want to discount what Kale Gundy did for OU because what he did was monumental. And he'll still always be part of the Sooner family and a beloved member of the Sooner family. But it seems like they've transitioned pretty well out of that, you know, dark period that lasted for about a week. And now we're getting ready for football. But to me, even with all the stuff that's happened, it feels like the longest offseason in OU history. So I don't know if you feel that way uh, or not. It, yes and no. Uh, it's flown by. It's one of those things that I think whenever you're – building up and you're like for my situation in particular being the engineer for the radio crew like there's still things that I feel like I need to accomplish to get the booth ready to get all the equipment ready to feel just content about going into next Saturday I'm like okay everything's great which everything is probably in good shape it's just me trying to get the minor details out of the way but uh so in that instance it's like man this offseason has just flown by it feels like it was uh, March yesterday, but also at the same time, I can see where you're coming from when it comes to it's just drug on because you've just you've been put through the ringer, like you said, as an OU fan. You've had just an absolute roller coaster of emotions after Bedlam last year, and um, yeah, I, I, I as much as anybody, I'm uh, highly anticipating what it is that this season is going to be, what this new regime is going to be, and you know. If there's one guy out there that is highly anticipating the honeymoon being over as quickly as possible, it's TJ Perry because Wow, <laughs> TJ, that's that's still that's still living out there. So Oh man, that that helps his Q rating right there. Uh right? You know, saying that. I don't know what context that, that comment was delivered in, but I don't think uh, that TJ believes there, that. There was that's a, audio clickbait is what that is. That's right. That's right. So the uh, story behind that audio was there was a morning a few weeks ago. Toby was kind of talking up UTEP and basically uh, TJ said, well, uh, according to Toby, UTEP is going to be OU in the opening week. And a few months, maybe two or three months back, uh, TJ made the same declaration, but it was about him. And basically, TJ didn't want to say that Alabama was just going to just ha give an absolute bloodbath in Austin against Texas in week two. That's so, going to be like the Red Wedding. Oh, yeah. That's going to be the it's, Crimson Wedding it in is, Austin is what that's going to be. Man, it's, it's going to be ugly. But TJ was unwilling to say that, so Toby basically backed him into a corner. And uh, TJ actually had to end up saying, hold on, hold on, I've got it here. Uh, yeah, here we go.
There you so go. basically, T. Row is goading <laughs> T. J. into these crazy predictions and then playing back the audio. Yep. So T. Row's enormous popularity continues right. to grow, and uh-huh. T. J.'s plummet. Charles. So it's yep. a very Absolutely. sly, clandestine move. That's right. By Toby Rowland. Yep. So that's why he's the voice of the Sooners. Smoke right and there. mirrors, still, man. Yeah, you, you know how morning shows work. Absolutely. I haven't done one in a while, and that's why I have I have my coffee, I have my energy drink, I have my water right here. I've got three liquids that I need to keep going. I have my old man glasses and a few cough drops. So I think we're set for today. I think that we are set uh, for today. So here's what we have coming up today. We're going to hear from Brent Venables meeting with the media yesterday. We've got two parts of that that we'll play for you. Former Sooner great and barbecue expert, the one, the only great guy, Daryl Ray. His barbecue is the best in the business. And you know, you not only get great side dishes, you might get a side dish of Sooner football conversation with Daryl himself. If you go to one of his two great locations, the one and more, the one on Lindsay Street, uh, my lovely wife Shay said last night, uh, we were thinking about going out to dinner. I said, where do you want to go? And she goes, how about Ray's barbecue? I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, I would never say no to Ray's barbecue. So I had the three meats, of course, with my sliced brisket, hot links, and sausage with some potato salad and okra. And I stayed away from the strawberry cake this time. But it was, as it always is, tremendous. We're going to talk with Daryl coming up at 7 a.m. because uh, I I was thinking about guests for 7 a.m., this morning, and Daryl, you know, Mosey's on over to our table. We talk Sooner football for about 10 minutes, and he is fired up, man. Daryl is fired up for this new staff with Brent Venables taking over. He is feeling optimistic about the Sooners. So I said, Daryl, why don't you come on tomorrow at 7 a.m.? And he said, all right, let's do it. So former Sooner Daryl Ray, Colleen, Texas, great safety, also a punter for the Sooners, all pro with the New York Jets. He was telling me he was talking uh, to Joe Klecko, who was a member of the New York Sack Exchange back in the day. Joe Klecko will be going into the Pro Football Hall of Fame, and Daryl will be there for his induction. So we'll talk to Daryl Ray coming up at 7 a.m. T.J. Eckert, KTOL-TV in Tulsa, will join us at 735 on the Riverwind Casino jackpot line. T.J., uh, there to see Bixby do it again last night. They beat Owasso. It was a close game early, but then the Spartans took control. They blew out Owasso 49-14. 50 wins in a row now for uh, Bixby. The Spartans on a roll. That, that's three more than Bud Streak. That's amazing. So we'll talk to TJ at 735. Jesse Crittenden, the uh, really good sports editor of the Norman Transcript covering Sooner football, has been out to all the practices, all the media sessions. We'll get his take on what's going on with the Sooners during the 8 o'clock hour. We also have the crossover with Chris Blank coming up around 845 this morning. So uh, we're loaded and ready to go here on a Friday. And we've got the Drake in here as well. Drake Dyke in with me. That is a good situation as well. So let's take an opening timeout. Appreciate you guys joining us. You can always hit us up on the one and only Air Comfort Solutions text line, 405-651-3439. That's 405-651-3439. All right. When we get back, we'll hear what Brent had to say with the media yesterday. Had a little get-together with the uh, the scribes and all the broadcasters. We'll hear what the Sooner coach had to say up next on The Ref. T-Row and TJ, they cold. This is the T-Row in the Morning Show. Welcome back. T-Row in the Morning Show. Drake Dyke and Mike Steely here with you on a Friday. 
Uh, A1 and turkey bacon. Those are the call signs for Toby and uh, TJ in the mornings, by the way, that mm. the uh, textures have given them. Uh, they're, they're, both of them are on vacation on this Friday. TJ uh, has been throwing his money at the uh, House of Mouse this week. So did you realize that's where he was? I, I did not know that. Yeah. Yeah. So, do we get uh, call signs too? What A one and turkey bacon? And, uh, 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 so those guys earned uh, right. those nicknames. Obviously, the uh, call sign that was given to me last week was uh, McGriddle, uh, <laughs> because I had uh, TJ asked me why I was in except exceptionally good mood last uh, Friday whenever I came in because I can be a little bit grumpy yeah. on these uh, morning shows, uh, and I said, well. I gave myself enough time to uh, go grab myself a McGriddle on a Friday. There you so go. Those I, I are kinda, good, man. Kind of, kind of gave myself number six. Uh, yeah, maybe. sausage, egg, and cheese. Maybe. Yeah, I usually just uh, say, you know what? I just need a sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddle and a hash brown. Please. By the way, quit asking no me if I want to order off the app. The answer yeah, has been no, no, no for like you. three straight I months. I don't need the rewards. Points, I, you no. know, I'm too old to figure that out. I'm just <laughs> ordering the old-fashioned way. So my uh, mine will be Depends. You'll be McGriddles and I'll be Depends. Yeah, it was it was like a little uh, pep talk that I had given myself last uh, Thursday. I think it was whenever I filled in for, uh, or maybe the Friday before that, when I filled in for on the board for TJ because he was covering for Toby. And basically I was like, you know what? It's going to be fine tomorrow morning. You're going to be great. You're going to have enough energy. And you know what? If if you get up in time, you get to serve yourself a McGriddle. It's like, all right. I think TJ is uh, has surpassed Johnny Carson in vacation days. Oh, God. I mean, no that kidding. man, he's earned himself some vacation. Well-deserved. I'm not complaining, but, man, I remember, like, when Johnny Carson was never there, he had the greatest gig ever. Oh, like, yeah. He'd go away for three months. Yeah. You know, he'd come like Joan Rivers would host mm -hmm. or somebody else. But, uh, yeah, we're in today for uh, Toby and TJ, Mike Steely, That's Greg right. Dyken. That's right. Uh, Air Coverage Solutions text line real quick. Uh, this hour is brought to you by the Northern Regional Health System. Uh, serving all of South Central Oklahoma's health care needs. Thank you to the Northern Regional Health System. Um, Air Coverage Solutions text line. Uh, this one's uh, first to Toby. Great scene setter opening in Tulsa for the Battle of the Burbs. Uh, it was so good to hear your voice on the big screen. Uh, yeah, that's one thing that Toby's done the last couple of years. Uh, I think it's for Owasso that he does a scene setter for at the beginning oh, of nice. the year. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, uh, that was something that got played on the big screen last night for Bixby and Owasso. And Bixby so. won uh, 49 to 14. Mm -hmm. uh, their yeah. former quarterback coming back now playing. Uh, Owasso's former quarterback coming back. And getting it done for the Spartans last night. Yeah. Cole Adams. Somebody had I text, thought had a good game. Somebody had texts on the text line of uh, Bixby's last four combined scores against uh, Jinx and Union. Uh, 156 to 57. Man, they're, uh, they're rolling yeah. 50 in a row. Like yeah. I said, man, that is better. That's better than Bud's 47-game streak. Very impressive. And they move up to 6A1, and they win handily over Owasso. Uh, all right, should we get to Brent? Yeah, we can uh, throw it to Brent yesterday. Uh, media availability for head coach Brent Venables. I think it, we think we need to get it at the first. It looks like it's just. Uh, yeah, I adjusted it a little bit. This is just based off of his uh, first response here. Okay, so, let's go. Uh, this is uh, Brent starting off with a timeline on a depth chart. You don't sleep, how you eat, how you train, how you recover, um, how you handle yourself out in the community it's it's all preparing it's a year-round process and um it's not just for this week it's for you're building you know your season every day and uh, trying to develop 
you know, great habits that are going to sustain you under stress and duress. Um, you know, we, we say it all the time, the championship strain. It's, it's, it's the work, it's the mindset, it's the attitude, it's the response, it's the effort, it's the precision, it's the execution. Uh, all of those things matter. Um, you know, for some of the young guys that maybe don't have the role that they would like right now, that, you know, to me, then, okay, you're not the player that you want to be, uh, apparently, so how do you become the player that you want to be? And what do you do? You, again, you have to have awareness and action, and then you got to hold yourself accountable. But you have to have great awareness first for you to, you know, create more opportunity for yourself. But just in getting ready for the game, it, um, you know, we don't play to opponent. You know, you play and prepare and practice and work and think and drink and sleep to a standard. And and you know, so what that looks like for our guys, it, um, you got to be inside out. You know, you got to literally be focused on one day at a time. Can't worry about September 3rd. You know, we got nine days to play, and we got to have a great, you know, Thursday. Um, you know, this is uh, until next week. We'll get a, a day or two in pads next week. You know, this is our last heavy day of the week, and we got to take advantage of it. And good on good, um, we got to strain and we got to work. We got to get each other better. And uh, again, this game, like I said, it'll punish you for trying to cheat the game, uh, cut corners, uh, you know, not do, not be detailed and precise in everything that you do. And again, the practice field needs to become a competitive advantage for the Oklahoma Sooners. How we approach it, you know, uh, how we attack it, and, and again, how we respond to heat, uh, to soreness, to uh, the mundane. We gotta embrace it. And so that's how we're gonna get ready for next week. And, but we've been working on that for you know the last several months and just trying to, again, help our guys mature and grow up and understand that champions behave like champions before they ever become champions. And it becomes your habits matter. And you're, again, you're, how you think matters and how you respond matters. Coach Justin Harrington, how's he coming along? And is there a position that he's in a battle for to start? Apparently, you're looking at him at a couple of places. Yeah, so Justin's had a, had a really good camp and um, finish up the spring well and then put a lot of work in this summer. Uh, we're looking at them both at uh, our cheetah position uh, and a free safety, uh, both. And he's done, a, he's done a great job. And he is competing to be a starter. And we don't know uh, that yet. But I, I do feel like we're going to have really good competitive depth um, at several positions where we feel like we have co-starters. And I love that because, to me, that brings out the best in everyone. Uh, that's going to create good practice habits. Uh, everything counts from how you show up to the meetings to how you, uh, how you show up to practice, how you respond in practice, um, and again, how you train and recover. How, you know, once we get into uh, game day mode, you know, who shows up to breakfast on time, to, to the meetings on time, all of it um, really does matter. And uh, so I love that, that um, some guys feel some heat and uh, it should bring out the best in everyone. But Justin's a guy that has a lot of a position flexibility, can do several things for us, and so excited about him. He's long, he's athletic, he's physical. Um, he, he cares, um, which is probably my favorite quality. He cares a lot. Sorry, how much do you want to project some of the lessons of organization and structure and procedure that you learned from Bob or that you learned from Dabo over the years? Yeah, you have In terms of game oh, day operation. Yeah, you have to, and as I, I had a meeting with our athletic director. We meet once a week, and I told him today, 
you kind of you kind of go through it for that first time. To at the end of the day, you, you got a script and you know you got a schedule and you try to be detailed and organized, but you got to go through it too until you you do. Uh, it's it's never the same, but you know we'll we'll do that like we've done everything else. We'll try to get our guys to have a, a level of comfort and what to expect around the corner, and uh, so we'll do that tomorrow. Everything from team hotel to uh, champion. Uh, walk to you know uh, game day simulation um, so we'll we'll work on that and what we're doing at halftime and how we sing the alma mater all those things um, will will be a, you know rehearsed before we get there next week but there'll be there'll be plenty of things that happen and you're like man I, I wish I would have thought of that yeah. and uh, you just learn and you grow that's that's you know you're no different than a player you know I'm a freshman right and uh, I got to grow up quick. So along those lines, what what have, have you learned just even these last couple weeks uh, about what you've got to take responsibility for in this role versus you know where you've been in the past? Um, I don't know of any. Probably just to be you know how we practice, make sure that again we're we don't crescendo too soon. You know we don't peak at the wrong time. That. You know, we understand there's, you got to strain them, you got to get in shape, you got to build endurance and, and develop a toughness and, and an attitude, but you also got to, you know, get your guys to a point where they're fresh and healthy and so we can play fast and be explosive. But um, so managing that, you know, what you feel, instincts, what your eyes tell you uh, is a big part of that. So you just have to have overall more awareness. I've always had that positionally and, and certainly on defense. Um, but I've been around a lot of wise coaches that um, they have a great pulse on that too, and I, and I have a great staff too. We, we talk about those things uh, daily, and we do all the GPS things to monitor our guys and see what the player load is and what the exertion looks like uh, to help guide us to some degree as well. Is it tough to balance that at this time of camp, especially mm. as you make that transition from preseason camp to game prep? Uh, well, we have an exact schedule, so yeah. um, in that way, no. But just getting a good feel, even though it's on your script, you know, having the willingness to make a hard left-hand turn. Uh, okay, we were going to be in, in pads today. Let's take the pads off. And uh, even if it's just a, a placebo effect, if it's if it works, it works. So to try to help your guys. It's been a uh, a good tough camp and a very productive camp. But you want your guys feeling great, you know, confident and again fresh mentally and physically uh, as we go into the season. And I couldn't be more excited about. Uh, where the team is, their attitude, um, their toughness, the improvement that we've seen them make, uh, the confidence that they have, very uh, unified football team. Um, uh, they like to work. Uh, they love the investment part of it and getting into you know opponent preparation uh, creates a, a newness uh, that um, is exciting and it's challenging too. It, you get used to certain uh, motions and formations and runs and passes, and now you got to you got to start over, and that's what makes preparing for a season so incredibly difficult. And you you can say, oh, we're just going to do what we do, and they got to adjust to us. That's one way to look at it, or you got to help your players too. And and you know, uh, you can't just make it easy on your opponents. They know what you're going to do all the time. So. Um, 
you know, our players got to take a huge role in in the preparation and the investment so that they get to a comfort level so they can play fast and explosive and confident each and every week. How unique is this, a season opener, to have a team that's going to play against a team that's already going to have a game under their belt? Uh, do you scout UTEP hard this weekend, get film for the kids on for Sunday? Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's any harder than it normally is. Um, is that an advantage? I wouldn't say it is or isn't. Um, you know, for us, we're going to worry about us and how we get ready. Uh, you know, the things that we learn certainly will use their game as um, an additional resource to, uh, to prepare, no question about it. Um, but they've been preparing for this moment too, and I think it's really un it's important. We're, we're, I want our guys to focus on Oklahoma and kind of the man in the mirror, but it's always important that you respect the motivation uh, and the mindset of your opponent. I think that's incredibly important. You know, we're going to get a game seven mentality from everybody we play. Everybody. There ain't nobody. When we play somebody, they, they hate Oklahoma. They're not like this mutual respect. They hate Oklahoma. And, and you're going to get whatever, whatever's on film is going to be another level when they play Oklahoma. That's got to be your mindset. You need to respect, uh, you know, what their motivation is, too. Brent Venables meeting with the media yesterday down in Norman. The Sooners eight days away from starting out uh, the 2022 season. A game against UTEP. The Miners will be in town again a week from tomorrow, 2.30, Saturday, September 3rd, against uh, UTEP again down at Gaylord Family Oklahoma Memorial Stadium. Mike Steely in for uh, T-Row and TJ today, along with the Drake, Drake Dykin. Good to have you with us on a Friday. Hit us up. Air Comfort Solutions text line 405-651-3439. Scott Frost coaching his last year at Nebraska. We'll hear from him as they get ready for Northwestern coming up tomorrow in Dublin, Ireland. The Huskers a 11-and-a-half point favorite. We'll talk about that matchup next here on the home of Sooner fans, the ref. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment. Four-wheelers, side-by-sides, UTVs, travel trailers, or motorhome rentals. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby Exit 104B and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle Exit 108. All right, welcome back. Mike Steely, along with the Drake. Drake Dykin in for uh, T-Row and TJ this morning. Good to have you along as we get ready for a Saturday of real football. At least we've got a uh, kind of a small course meal. But uh, the breakfast, or I guess uh, the brunch game looks pretty good, at least, uh, because the Sooners play Nebraska in Lincoln September 17th. And the Cornhuskers play Northwestern tomorrow in Dublin, Ireland, 11.30 a.m. kick on Fox. Scott Frost again embattled. I would say that would be the way to describe his situation in Lincoln right now. Scott Frost said before they left for Dublin, though, he is not worried that he is coaching for his job this year. I don't pay any attention to it. it any, any year you're coaching at a school like Nebraska or any of these schools in the Big Ten, there's going to be pressure to win. And, um, you know, we certainly were playing catch up with a lot of teams for a long time. I think we've done a good job closing the gap, had our chances to win a lot more games than we have. It, it's our time to do it. And, the pressure doesn't change. Uh, for the most part, we've been doing it the right way. Uh, it just hasn't led to the results we want yet. Um, this year's going to be different. Well, we'll find out uh, beginning tomorrow, 11.30 a.m. again from Dublin, Ireland. Uh, the Huskers and the Northwestern Wildcats. Now, last year, Nebraska uh, beat Northwestern 56-7. to The Huskers had 660 yards of total offense. Northwestern less than 300. So they dominated that football game at Scott Frost, not expecting it to be that easy tomorrow. 
They're a lot better team than that score indicated. I don't know if we were as good as that score indicated. Uh, it was just one of those days, and I've been on either side of that. Um, I think they're going to be hungry against us, but I know how hungry our team is. Um, you know, there's been th- some things written about our team that I think have provided us a little extra motivation and, and could, could help us. Uh, so it's going to be two teams that are hungry over there. Um, um, you know, we, we can't go into the game with the exact same game plan and expect it to work the same. I'm sure they've been working on, on those things, and uh, I'm expecting a really good game. All right, we'll see Casey Thompson making his debut, the starting quarterback for Nebraska tomorrow. Of course, played his high school football right here in the metro area, Southmore, Newcastle, went to Texas, started against Oklahoma last year in the Cotton Bowl, and Drake played very well. Five touchdown passes. Uh, He looked really good. The Sooners had the most historic comeback uh, to win that Red River showdown last year in Dallas. But uh, Casey Thompson, I thought, again, played an outstanding game and We'll see what happens in his debut tomorrow as the quarterback for Nebraska. So, yeah, absolutely, and it, it, it kind of snuck up on everybody last year whenever he performed so well, and that's that was kind of the juncture of the season to where uh, there might be some problems on this OU defense after all. Uh, they hadn't looked uh, absolutely terrible after the Tulane game when everybody just looked gassed, but. Uh, whenever that Texas game happened and you had that big comeback that was necessary and all the we all remember and try to forget uh, the role that Caleb Williams played in that game as well but the fact that that comeback was necessary and how bad the defense looked in that first half they played so so much better in the second half but the bar was set extremely low Casey Thompson you're right completely dissected that OU defense last year and I'm sure a lot of those players that are returning that were part of that defense last year they're looking at that Nebraska game with Casey Thompson there and saying hey we want to prove a point that last year what you did to us in the Cotton Bowl that was a fluke that's not happening again I think that Texas would be better off with Casey Thompson going in at quarterback this year yeah uh, because 100%. Uh, I think he's better at least right now the mighty Quinn you know Quinn Ewers mm-hmm. will he live up to his potential he's great at collecting Nil money there's no doubt about that but again neither of those guys uh, Quinn Ewers or Hudson card uh, you know really had a huge separation at any point during that quarterback competition on the 40 acres and then Quinny Quinn Ewers ends up winning that competition, but yeah. I'm, not, I'm not sold on the kid yet. We'll the, see. The we'll question see. is, though, would the Texas donors have allowed Casey Thompson to start this year? Yeah, that's that, a good question. That's kind of sounding what the sounds like what the overriding uh, issue was here in terms of Ewers being the starter versus uh, Hudson this year, right? I you mean, see, how many buddies from Friday Night Lights do you think Texas oh has? About <laughs> Buddy Garrity's? Uh, yes. Uh, 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 probably. Uh, not enough, not enough to, uh, uh, bring in a coach Taylor because you bring in a coach Taylor to, uh, university of Texas. Oh, you has got a problem. Coach well, football's got a problem. I can just imagine one of those buddy, buddy Garrity's, uh, calling Chris Del Conte, Chris, uh, y- y- Hey, we're seeing this is an even competition and that Hudson card might win this competition. <laughs> Do you know how much money we paid for Quinn Ewers and NIL? Keep that in mind, Chris. Will you pass that along to Sark, please? 
What, Please pass that along to Steve. What was uh, uh, Coach Taylor? It was clear eyes, full heart, or open heart. I, you I, know, I, I yeah, can't I, lose. I, yeah, one of those. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, uh, mm. so anyway. Yeah, the, no, Coach Taylor at the University of Texas. They have to settle for uh, Steve Sarkeesian, as uh, Ted Lehman would say. Friday Night Lights was really good. Was the uh, the best part of Friday Night Lights? Well, it was really good, but probably Minka Kelly. Probably though. Minka Kelly. <laughs> so, uh, so anyway, okay. That's, that's yeah. at least what put uh, Minka Kelly on Derek Jeter's radar. I guess. No doubt. So. Well, uh, there were a lot of ladies on Derek Jeter's radar for a while, for a short time, anyway. All right. So Nebraska and Northwestern tomorrow morning, eleven thirty a.m. on Fox. The Huskers are a eleven and a half point favorite. Remember, they hammered Northwestern fifty-six to seven last year in Lincoln. Uh, other games, really, Nevada, Nevada at New Mexico State, Austin P at Western Kentucky, Idaho State at UNLV, UConn at Height. Hey, this is Utah State. You've got Wyoming at Illinois, Duquesne at Florida State, Charlotte at Florida Atlantic, Florida A&M against Mac Brown in North Carolina, North Texas at UTEP. Now, again, you know, if you want to scout UTEP, you know, you can do that. Tom Herman's going to be the color guy, though. Are you kidding me? If there was any one thing, I mean, there, this is going to be a very polarizing thing, I'm sure, because there's going to be a lot of OU fans that just want to see a train wreck happen, right? Uh, and that's the gift that uh, Tom Herman is. But at the same time, there's probably going to be an equal amount of OU fans that were like, you know what, I'd really like to see what it is UTIP looks like before we get them week watching, one. No doubt. And then... Whatever they see Tom Herman as the uh, color analyst, so like, yeah, you know what? No thanks, actually. Will, I'm okay. Will Tom Herman kiss the entire broadcast crew <laughs> like he do, used to do with his players at Houston back in the day? I, I just thought, okay, that's a little much. Uh, you know, I'm all about loving up your your players and you know being an inspiration to them. But then I always thought, okay, that's that's a little bit creepy. much. Bit much. All right, and then you have very late, very late Vandy at Hawaii. The Commodores and the Rainbow Warriors going at it late. I think that's about a 10 o'clock kick, something like that. Uh, so it'll take you well past midnight. What a reward for the Vandy kids, by the way. I mean, it, this is like the one thing I'm sure that they were trying to sell this offseason. They've had terrible luck since Coach Franklin left their program in terms of the amount of success. It's very much back to Vanderbilt football levels now but how about that for a recruiting pitch you know what hey we know that you're going to get your head beat in in the sec this year but before we do that we're going to take it to hawaii yeah why not yeah you got to have some recruiting advantages right i remember when the sooners played there back in the mid 80s in fact i was running the board right where you are for that game and i remember it ended it was probably i don't know maybe uh 1 in the morning and then we did a post game show to like 3 oh, 30 in the morning it was crazy all right we got to take a break right here mike steely the drake drake dykin in for t-row and tj t-row in the morning show on a Friday, let's get to your Air Comfort Solutions text when we get back. Former Sooner barbecue expert Daryl Ray coming up at 7 a.m. right here on this Friday edition of the T-Row in the Morning Show on the home of Sooner fans, The Ref. Opinions. You've got them. We want to hear them. Sound off 24-7, 365 on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. 
Welcome back. Final segment of hour one here on the T-Row in the Morning Show. Drake Dyke and Mike Steely here with you on this Friday morning. It's the final day that you have to go through without it being an OU football game week for the foreseeable future. Which is good. That's a very good thing. Yes. Late October, that's when the bye week is. So that up until late October, you are solid for OU football the next six Seven weeks. I mean, we'll be thinking about, we'll be very close to uh, getting our pregame show going Ooh. eight days from now. Goodness gracious. Campus Corner, yeah. and we'll be everywhere like Johnny Cash. That's right. This hour, it's brought to you by the great people at the Regional Health System, serving all of South Central Oklahoma's health care needs. Um, let's hit up the text line real quick, still, man, before we do hit it. the top I'm ready. of the hour. Uh, lots to get to here on the text line. I just want to know uh, if your uncle will be checking in this morning. That's from Tracy and Burleson. I think that uncle will be back uh, next Friday with uh, with Toby and TJ for his fl- Friday slot, as okay. far as I know. Uh, he, I, I haven't talked to him. He was trying to earn uh, preferred walk-on status at Rice because he said his goal yeah. was to start the season with Rice. <laughs> so he was going to run out of the tunnel in the pregame and go right at Muleshoe's knees and hit him with his uh, the crown of his helmet. Uh, now, the question is, does Uncle, does he take an off-season vacation at all, or is he just full-on train mode the entire off-season? Oh, t- t- Navy SEALs-type training year-round, <laughs> no doubt. Never has rung the bell, ever. Uh, Steely can be a quote-unquote monster because of all of his energy drinks. I do drink um, too much of that stuff. Is taurine good for you or uh, carnitine? Uh, taurine, it's got yeah. taurine and carnitine. I think that's what it is. I mean, surely that's good for you. All I know is the old man that I am right now, I need every energy beverage I can get because two or three years from now, I won't know who I am, where I am, or what's happening. Yeah. Uh, Burley Boomer says, uh, good morning, Steel Man and McGriddle. <laughs> Steel Man and McGriddle in the morning. <laughs> uh, so awesome hearing Mike in the morning again here from I the 518. I haven't done a morning show, Drake, in about three years, man. Ooh, three years, maybe a feel? little bit longer than that. Right back I'm, on the horse. Right now, I'm surprised I have the energy that I have. Now, yeah. I am probably have the uh, the energy crash, you know. I just microwaved my About coffee for 25 seconds. So, we'll know. check in and see how the energy level I, is. I might be asleep. You never know by that time. But we <laughs> no, we've got too many good guests coming up. Daryl Ray coming up at 7 a.m. T.J. Eckert at 735. We'll have Jesse Crittenden in here with us from the Norman Transcript talking OU football. And then we've got uh, the crossover with Plank coming up. Uh, what's Uncle eat for breakfast? He's probably just a raw eggs guy in the morning, right? With a dozen uh, nails. Oof, yes. Oof. And uh, his coffee That's has to be his black, I'm sure, right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Texas motto, foggy eyes, empty hearts, can't win. It's <laughs> <laughs> not bad. And, uh, yeah, it's uh, clear eyes, full heart, can't lose. Boomer Sooner, that's from Kelly go. and Perry. Kelly, Perry, Florida. Florida. Good morning. What's up? Uh, and last one here on the text line before we hit the top. Ask Uncle if he's still using his ultra adult depends, and does he have an early feel for OU Nebraska? Showdown also uh, how's Uncle mentally since he uh, broke up with his dancer friend from Tulsa, hmm, from I Brian know, in Tulsa? I had no idea he had a dancer friend in Tulsa, but I do know that uh, Uncle wears Depends. Depends, uh, uh, they're in beta testing right now. He's wearing the new Depends bikini uh, with OU logos on it. So yeah. that, that seems like it would defeat the 
you know, real purpose of the pins to wear the pins bikini. But he said he wanted to get his senior sexy on, so I don't know. That's does a, it, that's it a just, frightening mental picture, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. I'm sure it probably depends on the day, uh, on whether or not he's uh, rocking the bikini line once, right? Yeah, very frightening. All right, we've got former Sooner, Daryl Ray coming up. Best barbecue in Oklahoma. Daryl Ray makes it. And, man, he made plays for the Sooners back in the 70s. We'll get his thoughts on this Brent Venables edition of the Sooners set to kick off eight days away from now. That'll be coming up at the top of the hour. Thank you to Norman Regional Health System for sponsoring our opening hour. Mike Steele, the Drake, Drake Dyken, in for T-Row and TJ this morning. is Friday. Let's party. We'll be back with Daryl Ray up next here on the home of Sooner fans, the ref. Sound off 24-7, 365 on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Right here on your home for Sooner fans, the Ref Sports Radio Network.